You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Larson. Find me on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks. My personal Twitter handle, also at Locked On Brewers, is the show handle. And you can see us there each and every day with uh, new stuff, people retweeting, people adding me, adding me, whatever, uh, adding me. Not adding, but adding to whatever. Anyway, you get the point. Also, Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. You can go check us out there as well. And uh, that's the way to, to find us on the social media. Uh, so we've talked a, a little bit uh, about, you know, third base. <laughs> it's uh, it's the hot topic of the hot corner uh, that people want to sort of discuss right now as Brewer fans totally get it. Uh, it's It's been obviously a, uh, a rough one, uh, maybe. Or the Brewers are smarter than everybody else. I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll see. Maybe they think they are, and we'll see if it pans out with uh, Jed Jerko and company. But uh, it uh, w- one area that I think we're not focused on yet or has not been a big focus of, of conversation as uh, David Stearns puts this team together on the field in 2020 is the bullpen. Uh, and I feel, like, I feel like this, so you – you know, we've, we've talked about the offense. Is it better or worse than last year? Certainly would tend to believe that it uh, it might be worse. Uh, it might it, – there's a possibility that the floor has come up a little bit so they won't have as many offensive droughts or as many holes in the lineup. That's definitely possible. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think the jury is out on that. You may disagree. You may think, Ben, you're nuts. They lost Grandal. They lost Moustakas. How can you say that? Uh, and you know maybe I, I'm not I'm not putting to doubt that at all. I'm totally non-committal on this one. <laughs> totally non-committal. Uh, they they did improve first base. I think they've improved the outfield. That they might have improved shortstop. I think a full year of uh, Keston here at second base will be very very good. Hard to say it wouldn't be. Uh, catcher offensively, yeah, uh, I, I would I would strongly bet on a regression. Third base offensively, I would bet on a regression. You know, I, I do in talking through people about Jed Jerko. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe uh, he does need the bounce back. Brewers are counting on a bounce back, but uh, you know, it, it's it's probably a step back. So I, I don't know that the offense is going to take a giant step back, but certainly uh, one would bet that it would take a step back. But again, you know, there th- th- could be more consistent. There could be room for a little bit of improvement there. It's not beyond the realm of possibility. Starting pitching. Probably a wash, you know. People are. I know that that some people have lamented the loss of uh, Chase Anderson and Zach Davies. I got to be honest. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't all that thrilled with Zach Davies toward the end of the year. I know that his numbers have been good. I know that he eats some innings for the Brewers, and I know that that you know at times he can be really good. But I got really tired of just relying on his changeup to be perfect in order for him to be at all effective. 
Otherwise, he would get shelled. Now, you might say, well, Ben, Brett Anderson is probably uh, just the same pitcher. Or maybe. Or relatively the same. You know, maybe. I guess see him pitch. I don't know. But they at least sort of – that's why I kind of say it's a wash. I believe in bringing in, you know, Brett Anderson uh, and, and then uh, Lauer. Lauer. <laughs> Lauer. He's not John Lauer. It's Eric Lauer. Uh, John Lauer, the former Badger basketball player and NBA player. Is John Lauer still playing in the NBA? I'll look that up. Anyway, uh, Eric Lauer, uh, the pitcher from San Diego. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, uh, you know, what happens there. And, of course, Josh Lindblom, who I think they're counting on decent things for. They like what he did overseas and, and now coming in. But can you say they took a step forward? No, I don't think so. You know, maybe some of these guys can eat a few more innings. I know the Brewers' philosophy isn't you know, needing guys to go into the sixth every night or into the seventh, but maybe those guys can eat a few more innings and, and therefore it's better. I don't know. But, you know, you still have at the top of the rotation Brandon Woodruff, uh, and obviously uh, you still have Adrian Hauser. And so those two are going to have to come to, to really do a good job. And, and, you know, we've talked about that before with Adrian Hauser. I don't know. Woodruff, can he repeat or take another step? Hope so. He's on that trend. So that brings us to the bullpen. And what I kind of wanted to focus on today is the bullpen. Uh, not kind of. Do want to focus on is the bullpen. Because I look at this picture and I say, well, you've got room under the cap. You know, you might trade some guys. You know, you still could maybe make a move at third base if, if that's open to you. If David Stearns is thinking that way through, you know, really going to have to be through a trade. Because I don't, you know, I don't think they're going to sign another free agent there uh, on the list. It's not that long. It's not that deep. It's not that exciting. So, you know, is there going to be a trade? Well, maybe. But if not, the rest of your free agent money, and I'm not talking about break the bank money, uh, is going to have to go toward this bullpen, right? I mean, look at the Brewers and the way they're constructed. If they can have some solid offense, you know, Lorenzo King, Kristen Yalich, Kesson here, et cetera, et cetera, Garcia, uh, and be able to, you know, get an average of four-plus runs a game, uh, then your starting pitching's design is to basically get you to the fifth or a little bit into the fifth on a night in night out basis. And then the real the real X factor for this organization has been their bullpen the last few years. Right in 2018, it was I think a once in a in every 10 years type of bullpen where it was just fantastic down the stretch, and it got them to within a game of the World Series as we talk about a lot on this podcast. So how does that shape up this year? You know, obviously the anchor of the bullpen is Josh Hader. Barring trade, there's rumors, but barring trade, he'll be there again. And, you know, barring hard feelings from a bad arbitration process, which definitely could happen, or whatever else the case may be, you hope that he performs at his level. If he does, clearly he's the anchor. And he's going to be able to be used, you know, maybe two, three times a week. And hopefully, I don't really want him to be in the closer role. I hope the Brewers can find another or have another that clearly the the guess there would be Corey Knable uh, but a couple things on Corey Knable one I don't know that you depend on him to come back and be fantastic if he's got the curve fastball combo working the way he did in 2018 then yeah but keep in mind in 2018 midway through 2018 he was in the minors because he he lost it he lost it and it just goes to show you a couple things about the bullpen one it's fleeting, right? You just never know what's going to happen year in and year out with, with these guys, even within a year, i.e. Corey Knebel 2018. He comes back, what was it, August, if memory serves, from the minors, and then from then on, he's unhittable. 
He's absolutely unhittable. He's he's par with Hater for being just blow away stuff the rest of the way. Uh, it's just really the turnarounds. It, it's such a fine line. Release point, spin rate, whatever it's going to be. It's such a fine line between a guy who has it and a guy who just loses it. And uh, same guy can be on the team in the same year, i.e. Corbin Burns. You know, get to him in a minute. But your your ideal construction, you would think, would be uh, Hater, Corey Knable. I think Freddie Peralta is going to have to play a big role. I don't know if anybody's talking about him anymore as a starter. But he's, he was so good in the bullpen, and particularly in that hater scenario where he's got more than a day's rest, he can come in and be really, really good. So I, I see him as being a huge part of the bullpen. Bobby Wall, who we never got a chance to see, of course, last year because he tore his ACL. You know, here's the other thing with him and Knable. Uh Not only, you know, Knable with the, the losing it, then getting it back type of scenario, but but he's not going to be able to pitch till May. He's coming off Tommy John, at least May. Now, we saw... You know, uh, Brett Suter last year come back on schedule from Tommy John, and he was a huge key for the Brewers down the stretch, right? Absolutely crucial in their September run and pitched lights out during September. So that's good news. You know, you see an example of a guy who came back from Tommy John right on your own roster, and, you know, once May, June hits, maybe Corey Canable can be a real big force in that bullpen. But that's a whole month and change, maybe six weeks into the season, right? So that's a little scary because I'm not seeing a ton of depth here. <laughs> you know, Bobby Wall, how does he come back from the ACL? How does that affect him? You know, it's not a basketball player who typically they'll come back after a year, but they're not the same for two years or a football player. I don't know how that affects a pitcher, you know, so we'll, we'll probably hear more about that. You know, after that, uh, Alex Claudio has been signed again, <laughs> you know, whether you like that or not, he was in many cases... <laughs> Oh, I'm freezing this. In many cases, Alex Claudio was effective last year uh, as a lefty for the Brewers. I'm not worried about the three-batter rule. I don't think that affects him very much because he he faced three batters all the time. Uh, It it was not just a situation. He wasn't a Schaus. Remember uh, Brian Schaus for the Brewers who came in to face a lefty all the time? And uh, uh, he wasn't that guy. So... um, He he was a guy who faced more more hitters. So after that, I mean, Devin Williams... He, you know, I think he made 13 appearances last year. He was respectable. Uh, Ray Black, his ERA was five with the Brewers. It gets a little thin here. You know what? What are you looking at? So you have Hater, you have Peralta, you have uh, uh, who am I thinking here? Corey Knable, and then um, Bobby Wall, who have some question marks. And after that. Devin Williams, Taylor Williams, who pitched his way off the Brewers, you know, roster last year because he was so dreadful. Didn't he give up 11 runs in an inning or something like that earlier in the year? It was awful, right? Uh, Ray Black, Corbin Burns, he's still on the 40-man roster, obviously, but total unknown. Had it in 2018, completely lost it the entire 2019 season. There's no guarantees. I mean, obviously the organization probably still thinks of him as a grade-A prospect, which is what he was. You expected him to come in. He was the odds-on favorite to be one of the young starters that would be so good. And Brandon Woodruff snatched that by the horn and became the Brewers' ace. Corbin Burns was thought to a year ago right now be a budding ace for the Brewers. Like, he was going to be this guy that was going to come in and he was ready to go after being tested all through 2018, and he just completely lost it. And I'm telling you, that's it, right? So what else do you have? 
I think they need two to three more guys to step up. Now, there's possibilities that exist on the roster. You know, Trey Supak, he might be a later in the year type of guy. He'll, I would assume he'd start at AAA, but he's a huge prospect for the Brewers. Uh, Eric Yardley from San Diego, he's he threw a few innings in the bigs last year. He had a good ERA, but it was a limited sample size. You know, I mean, it, it just, I know that, that there's enough to suffice probably with Suter and Peralta and Hayter and Ray Black and Alex Claudio and then and then a little bit into the season, Corey Knable and Bobby Wall, but I just feel like they need more. Uh, and then they're going to need, every every year there's somebody who you never anticipated, uh, you know, in the bullpen. They come in and all of a sudden they have a great year uh, or a really solid year. It seems to happen every year. And obviously the same goes the other way. Every year there's a guy who you, you thought would be good and he just falls in his face. So we don't know those X factors yet, and we don't know what David Stearns is thinking as far as grabbing some guys you know, from now through spring training, and he will. But I just thought I'd take a look at the bullpen today and say, look, if the Brewers are going to contend, they're going to have to use that model of a bullpen that is you know, top 10, top 5, right? They're going to have to have that particularly if they're going to go anywhere in the playoffs. And uh, that's where you look, right? That's where you say, well, how are they going to get that? And maybe they they fill that out at the trade deadline, quite possible. They did it last year. They certainly did it in 2018. But as we start the year, I need more. <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, I have a couple thoughts, or just one thought, not too deep, but a thought or two. <laughs> I'm trying to really make you stay through and listen to the second part of this podcast, aren't I? I have a thought or two about the uh, – Sign stealing scandal. That's uh, next. You're locked on Brewers. Well, we talk about it every day now on the podcast, the other lockdown podcasts. Just go to Apple or Google, Google Play, what, uh, Stitcher, Sketcher, Fletcher, no, all the podcast, popular podcast apps, and uh, and check out Lockdown Bucks, Lockdown Packers, Lockdown Badgers, all three great podcasts that are the day to day team focused podcasts. And a lot going on in those worlds right now. They're all playing. The Brewers, uh, not so much, but those podcasts are great. And a big weekend coming up for, of course, the Packers. So check that one out as well. So we, uh, you know, talked a little bit about the bullpen. Uh, I, I just, I have not mentioned on the podcast so far, partially because I, I have not understood the full scope or studied it closely, uh, the the whole sign-stealing scandal. And it's interesting because there's, there's some chatter, some chatter, very little chatter. Uh, from Brewers people about, you know, David Stearns comes from the Astros organization, but I don't know that, uh, I don't think that he was a part of this uh, because it was it was uh, later on that the allegations are coming to fruition here from the 2017 World Series, and Stearns had already been in Milwaukee for, what, a, a, close to two years by that point, or two years by the World Series anyway that year. So, you know, whatever. Or the fact that, you know, they fired their GM, and, and I saw a couple of tweets, uh, and again, you know, you can post anything on Twitter, clearly. <laughs> Look at the state of the world today, right? But, but you know, a couple of tweets about how, oh, well, now Stearns is going to go to the Astros and be their GM because he got the connections there. So all well and good. Uh, if there's any meat behind that, then I'll start to panic, but I'm not seeing it. I do wonder, though, about – because the Brewers had been mentioned, right, early on or at least as, as sort of this rumor was unfolding. The teams that got drilled here are the Astros, basically, grade A, and then the, the Red Sox. Uh, and using really sophisticated equipment and and technology to steal signs and ruining the sanctity and integrity of the game, which you know, yeah, okay, I don't mind 
just trying to decode signals and steal signs just without any aid of technology, just, you know, using your human brain uh, and shattering in the dugout. That's been a part of baseball for as long as baseball's been around, right? But but now, um, you know, just what the, the enhanced technology and the videos and all this stuff, I mean, it does go too far, and they do have to put the kibosh on it. And I'm just, I do wonder, part of me wonders, because the Brewers are considered one of the smart teams, right? How much they did in any of this stuff. And I'm not trying to be accusatory or or down on the Brewers. I think most teams did this. It, you know, when other teams are doing it and getting away with it, you can't keep that a secret. So not completely anyway. So I feel like there are teams around Major League Baseball, probably all the teams, that said, hey, well, if they're doing it. Maybe we should try something along those lines. And, and again, I just wonder – not only with the Brewers, but everybody else, will that change anything here in, in 2020? Will we know it when we see it? Or will it be 10 years later we, you know, hear a player writes a book about it and we, we you know, hear about everything that's happened from now till then and maybe over the next couple of years about what, you know, how this whole thing with Manfred and Major League Baseball cracking down so much, how does that change the game once again? It's baseball, and baseball always has a scandal of some sort. Guys always trying to cheat through its entire history, right? And so uh, this is the latest one, and that's it's why we love baseball. I don't know if it's why we love baseball. It's just part of the love. You got to sort of take it if you love it. It is what it is. Uh, anyway, you can always, if you want to yell at me about that, feel free to do so on Twitter, at uh, Lockdown Brewers, at Cheesehead Talks. I always love it when you yell at me. I'll read your tweet, and I'll yell back if I can, or if I agree, I'll just... Yellow about a green. It's it's the way it works. Uh, so we will be back next week. We'll talk more about uh, the look ahead here uh, and start to address some of these individual players. I'm, I'm lining up some guests to talk about some of the new faces who have seen them play up and cl- up close and personal over the last few years. So we'll do that coming up in the next week uh, to a few weeks here leading up to spring training for the Brewers. Like I said, you can always find me on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks, at Locked on Brewers. You can uh, check me out there. Also, Facebook.com slash Locked on Brewers. It's always fun to uh, go there and uh, read the content, read the responses, so keep them coming. Also, rate and review the podcast on iTunes or, or on Facebook and Twitter. Love to see it. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to the show. Himalaya, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Those are the podcasts. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Brewers. I'm Ben Larson. Talk to you soon when we deliver your daily Brewers fix on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.